Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. This episode explores new research, which has found that penguin poo produces very high levels of nitrous oxide, i.e. laughing gas. Beneath cloudy, frigid skies, outcrops of fertilised laughter glare knowingly from sneering seas, their steady retreat stained by the crooked smile of those who know the joke has gone too far. We trace lines in the filth, dousing for patterns in drop-ins, faces contorted to manic snarls, monochromatic waves ripple towards the sea. The excesses of our excrement washed up in their wake. This poem is inspired by research published in Science of the Total Environment, which has shown that penguin poo produces a significant amount of laughing gas. South Georgia Island is located in the South Atlantic, just north of the Antarctic Circle. The island hosts the world's biggest king penguin colony, with around 300,000 birds in total. These penguins survive on mainly fish, squid and krill, which contain large amounts of nitrogen absorbed from phytoplankton in the ocean. This means that the penguins' diets are high in nitrogen, which then passes from their faeces, guano is the name given to the excrement of seabirds and bats, into the soil, where bacteria converts the nitrogen into nitrous oxide, a greenhouse gas that is more commonly known as laughing gas. The levels of nitrous oxide is very high in places where there are penguins and thereby guano, and much lower in places where there is none. And whilst nitrous oxide emissions from these penguins are negligible in comparison to the impact of human emissions on the Earth's global energy budget, they do have an effect on the local environment. The maximum emissions of nitrous oxide are about 100 times higher than they would be found in a recently fertilised agricultural field. The study also found that fresh penguin guano stimulated the production of carbon dioxide, which was up to 16 times higher in sites with increased penguin activity. Over the past 50 years, global warming has resulted in the island's glaciers retreating, which in turn has caused these king penguins to advance further inland. A future expansion of penguins into newly available ice-free polar coastal areas may therefore markedly increase the local greenhouse gas budget. As penguin colonies become more and more widespread, further research is needed to better understand how they affect the environment around them. Now that you've heard the science... Let me read the poem to you again. Beneath cloudy, frigid skies, outcrops of fertilised laughter glare knowingly from sneering seas. Their steady retreat stained by the crooked smile of those who know the joke has gone too far. We trace lines in the filth, dousing for patterns in droppings, faces contorted to manic snarls. Monochromatic waves ripple towards the sea. The excesses of our excrement washed up in their wake. (music) 
In this section of the podcast, I like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode, I'll be reading Magellanic Penguin by Pablo Neruda. Pablo Neruda was the pen name and later legal name of the Chilean poet and politician Nefalti Ricardo Reyes Basalto. Born in Paral, Chile in 1904, by the time he finished high school, Neruda had published in local papers and magazines and had won several literary competitions. Neruda also occupied many diplomatic positions in various countries during his lifetime, including as a senator for the Chilean Communist Party. English translations of his work include The Heights of Machu Picchu, published in 1966, Still Another Day, published in 1984, and A Hundred Love Sonnets, published in 2002. Neruda won many accolades for his work, including in 1971 the Nobel Prize for Literature. He died at his home in Santiago, Chile, in 1973 at the age of 69. Magellanic Penguin by Pablo Neruda Neither clown nor child nor black nor white, but vertical and a questioning innocence dressed in night and snow. The mother smiles at the sailor, the fisherman at the astronaut, but the child child does not smile when he looks at the bird child, and from the disorderly ocean the immaculate passenger emerges in snowy morning. I was without doubt the child bird there in the cold archipelagos when it looked at me with its eyes, with its ancient ocean eyes. It had neither arms nor wings, but hard little oars on its side. It was as old as the salt, the age of moving water, and it looked at me from its age. Since then I know I do not exist. I am a worm in the sand. The reasons for my respect remained in the sand, The religious bird did not need to fly, did not need to sing, and though its form was visible, its wild soul bled salt, as if a vein from the bitter sea had been broken. Penguin, static traveller, deliberate priest of the cold, I salute your vertical salt, and envy your plumed pride. Thank you for listening to the Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening. <laughs>